0: I just thought, well, my life is is over. And I think during this time, the Lord spoke to my heart more than any time in my life. I really didn't expect to hear anything, but I certainly did. I said, God, I'm that's the end of my life. I, I guess my life is just over. I, I have no future. And I felt like he said to me, you have no future i'm your future i'm standing in your future it's you and me for eternity i will never leave you or forsake you you have a life it has nothing to do with your husband
1: has your life your dreams been interrupted Good news, it is possible to reinvent our lives. People are doing it every day, and some are brave enough to share the struggles, disappointments, and challenges. If you are looking for a new beginning, a do-over, or to rediscover your passion, maybe even find a new one, then grab a cup of coffee and let's talk. Interrupted, Act 2, Reinventing Your Legacy, with your host, Coach Lori. Welcome, Debbie Cruzy. She is an up and coming author. She has her own spa. She has her own line of skincare products. And just in my estimation, she's this amazing overall entrepreneur who just says yes all the time. And I love that about you, Debbie. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to be here. We like to just hit the road running. So tell us about your life and all the amazing things you have going on. I do
0: women's ministry at my church. I also sing. I have a skincare line. I'm all about the anti-aging niche. So my skincare line is Younger Lift. I also have a uh, YouTube channel, Look Younger with Debbie. I have a spa where I do skincare and body treatments, and that is Younger Images. Also, I'm a wife, a mother, a grandmother. You know, that's the important thing are those two wonderful grandkids, a boy and a girl. And then uh, writing the book, I, it's not titled yet, but you know, Coach Lori really helped me because I was just going to write it about skincare and and she talked to me and she said, no, she said, this is your life. <laughs> this is your life. Like the old, the old uh, program on TV, this is your life. So she says, you put everything in it. You put who you are, you put what you want people to know. And so I'm really glad that uh, she counseled me on that because it's going to be a lot better book. And you have so many amazing experiences to share with
1: us. I love it. It's, it's in a way it's like you're anti-aging, but also it's the experience of aging that That brings all of this wisdom. So tell me what you love about your life right now. Of course, the grandkids who are just adorable. I love seeing them on Facebook. But what do you love about the life you're living?
0: I think I'm just sort of living everything that I wanted to do. I don't know what else to say. I don't even know which part is better. Probably the people. The people are always the best things in your life. Being able to work with my family, and I live in the same neighborhood as my daughter and grandkids, and so I think family life, even though I have all these other things, I think friends and family in my life is probably the biggest highlight of my life.
1: And it wasn't always like that. Your life got interrupted, didn't
0: it, Debbie? Yes. I was married very young. Uh, It was the same month I turned 20. I was married for 20 years, had a daughter. For our 20th wedding anniversary, we went to Mexico where he was a yacht captain, and I got to fly down to where this yacht was sitting on the Gulf of Mexico, Cabo San Lucas, not the Gulf, but Cabo San Lucas. The owner of this yacht treated us to a wonderful week, took us to the best restaurants. It was just like a dream vacation. And so it was my 40th birthday and our 20th wedding anniversary. So I thought, well, how can life get any better? This was just amazing. I was flying home thinking that life was terrific. And a few days later, I got a call from my husband saying, I've decided I don't want to be married anymore. I'm divorcing you. And I'm just going to live on the yacht and not come home. So uh, I just thought, well, my life is is over. And I think during this time, the Lord spoke to my heart more than any time in my life. I really didn't expect to hear anything, but I certainly did. I said, God, I'm that's the end of my life. I, I guess my life is just over. I, I have no future. And I felt like he said to me, you have no future. I'm your future. I'm standing in your future. It's you and me for eternity. I will never leave you or forsake you. You have a life. It has nothing to do with your husband. He makes a decision, no matter what decision he makes, I will always take care of you. I'm your provider. I'm your God. I thought, I felt like I said to the Lord, why did you allow this? Not expecting an answer, but what I felt like he said to me was, I've allowed it because I'm taking you to a place where I will teach you to trust me completely. And he has. That's definitely been what has happened in my life. I got the house, but I couldn't afford the house couldn't afford to make the payment. So I ended up taking my 10-year-old daughter and moving in with my parents and running out my house and so that paid the payment until I could get on my feet. So that was the best decision I could make during this time because my parents are very positive and my mother would not allow me to mope around. She's like, "Oh, come on. Get out of this. You're going to have a wonderful life. You're going to get remarried. They they helped me take care of my daughter. It gave It gave support for her that was really needed during this time that I – Didn't feel that I was there for her like I should be because I was emotionally gone. Eventually, I got on my feet. It was very surprising. I mean, talk about having the rug pulled out from under you. But, you know, that was 23 years ago. My life is is wonderful. That wasn't the end. You know, God was right. He was standing in my future. He was my future. And he's the one that guided me. I just recently
1: interviewed somebody who is going through a divorce. And she is a family and relationship therapist Mm. now walking through a divorce. So can you tell us often with divorce, we feel like, I know I did. I felt like my life was over, but you had a lot of stake because you were in ministry. Can you talk about Mm -hmm. what that was like for you?
0: You know, luckily, mostly what I came in contact with were, were people at our church and I never felt judged. I really didn't. And I could see where where that would happen, where you would feel embarrassed because, well, I'm supposed to be this great Christian. But, you know, life happens. My husband had definitely walked away from the Lord many, many years before this. It was his decision. He walked away from God. He walked away from me. Again, I really did not feel judged. I felt supported the people in our church were wonderful. They were a great support. My family was a great support. And I never felt that judgment that people might feel. That's so wonderful
1: because often I don't know that we actually get the judgment, but we expect it. I know that's what I felt like. I I just didn't want to be that single mom. As you walked through this, I know as you're writing your book, you have had some surprises of stories that you remembered and thought about. Is there any stories that you kind of want to share with us? Are you talking about some funny things that happened? (laughs) Anything you want, because I think what's really important is as we look back on our life, sometimes we think little things don't matter. We like we highlight the big things, the big
0: learnings but then there's all of these little things that contribute to it because i did have a very unusual life and i i wish i could think of more things that happened it's <laughs> like i think of funny things that happened in the in the spa but as far as growing up I can't really think of anything in particular. I was a homeschooler back in the sixties when homeschooling, uh, no one was homeschooling. <laughs> so the reason I was doing that is because my dad was a traveling evangelist and my mother played the piano and my dad's brother and his family I've traveled with us. I've been to every state in the country. Uh, I've been to some foreign countries singing and speaking. I've sang since I was three years old. My sister also, she's 13 years younger than me, but she started singing, I believe, at two. We were on the longest running religious telecast in, I think, in the country where it still had the original people in it so i was singing on television for literally over 50 years we just ended that telecast and now we're just doing things online but my dad is 90 my his brother is 87. They still pastor our church and uh you know it's been quite an exciting life. What is it that you really want people
1: to know? What do you want women to know? I mean, you have so many things that spiritually
0: and to aging wise that you're never too old and it's never too late. And I think the biggest thing is not to compare yourself to other people and what they're doing and their accomplishments. We've all been given an assignment by God, and we all have everything we need. He wouldn't give us an assignment without us already having everything that we need in our life. All the gifts, all of the abilities are already in there. And I remember that, you know, God has a purpose for all of us. But I remember uh, one time, now my sister is younger than me. She She's a national pageant winner she speaks a lot more than I do I do a little bit of speaking but she's really done a lot of speaking and so there was a lady in our church and she came up to me and she said I would hate to have your sister I said why she goes I'm glad my sister's not like that and I said what do you mean and she said duh Isn't it really hard to have a sister like that? She's prettier than you. She's younger than you. She's taller than you. She speaks better than you. She sings better than you. It must be really hard on you. No, um, you know, she's quite a bit younger than me. So instead of being in competition with her, I am more like I'm proud of her like I would a daughter or a granddaughter. And she says, boy, I don't know how you do it we don't need to fall into a lie identity. You know, God has given us an identity and we need to know who we really are in Christ. Do you have some steps? I know that you do a Bible study
1: too. Somebody listening is thinking, I compare, but I don't know how to not. Do you have some steps or ideas to help people not compare? Because in this world of social media, I mean, I think it's so easy to get wrapped up in
0: that. I guess you just have to know who you are. You shouldn't be other people. You have to be who you are. I don't really have any particular steps, but I just think the closer you get to God, the more you know who you are, and you don't have to have that jealousy or comparison. merriam Webster's uh, word for the year this
1: year, do you know what it is? No. Authenticity. And I think that's what you're saying is be you and don't Mm -hmm to be you and I think I love what you said about lie identity that it's really easy to kind of not own who we are and who we were created to be and my last question is is there a book or is there something you're reading right now
0: um I am reading Eat Smarter by Sean Stevenson because the older I get the more I'm concerned about my health I mean your health is your wealth and it's not just about how you look but it's how healthy you are so that you can be the best that you can be. And so I do have a little bit of that in my book where I just talk about diet, not diet to lose weight, but Eating nutritionally instead of all the junk food that we're all so addicted to. So this book just kind of talks about, you know, eating healthfully for your, for your life, some tricks and tips on what you can do to increase your metabolism easily and things like that.
1: When your book comes out, we will tell everybody about it. Thank you so much. And I love what I've really enjoyed about getting to know you is that. You really take on, sometimes we think about anti-aging and we only think skincare, but you take on every aspect of... Inside and outside and spiritually. I feel like that's what your book is going to do. It's going to combine all those areas.
0: Thank you. I've been searching for a title and I noticed that somebody was saying you need to do two things in your title. The first one is paint a picture and the second one is give a promise. And I looked at your book and I noticed that you do, you do those two things. So. It's, you know, I didn't see that coming. So you can picture somebody sort of being hit in the face (laughs) and then the promise of hope for the single parent for the single parent. So now you've made your promise. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a great title like you have in your book. Oh, thank you. I love it. I
1: can't wait to see what you come up with. thing about a title, too, why I love teaching this class Is It's important on so many levels because when somebody is struggling, they're going to go search Google. So you want them to find you. You want them Mm -hmm. to find something about your story. That's also something that's so important in your title that rather than us going knocking on doors saying, here's my book, is that people can actually find you and Mm -hmm. and you get the people that really want what you have to offer.
0: Yes. It's a, it's a great time because the promotion opportunities are there that weren't there years ago when when you wrote a book there was no internet debbie thank
1: you so much and if somebody wants to find you what's the best way for them to get
0: a hold of you Youngerlift.com. you can look at my youtube and comment in there uh look younger with debbie my email younger images spa at gmail.com and so there's two s's younger images spa.com thank you so much thank you for having me do you have brain fog are you exhausted all the time
1: do you struggle with depression? How about cravings? Imagine an enzyme that turns sugar into fiber. For a link to order your bottle, email me at lacoach at comcast.net. That's l-a-c-o-a-c-h at comcast.net. If you love this podcast, here's a big ask. Will you share with your friends and family? Subscribe, give us a review, and 5-star rating so that others looking to reinvent their lives will be able to get the help they're looking for. Thank you in advance.